0: If God has given each and every one of us a unique skill set, does that mean that our career path is inevitable? Welcome to the Transformative Duff. Today we are on page 16, Duff Tess Zion of Megillah. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. This is the Transformative Duff. Achashverosh is tossing and turning in bed, unable to fall asleep. After reading his diary, he realizes he never rewarded Mordechai for saving his life. Just then, Haman arrives, and the king asks him how he should honor the fellow he holds dear. Thinking Ahasuerus is referring to him, he suggests that the honoree be adorned in the king's robes and taken for a ride upon the royal horse. Ahasuerus agrees and instructs Haman to make it happen for Mordechai. Downtrodden, off Haman goes to find his nemesis. He offers the clothes to Mordechai, but he doesn't accept them. I'm sorry, says Mordechai, it's not right to don the royal robes until I've been to the bathhouse and taken a haircut. Meanwhile, Esther has all the bathhouses and barber shops closed. So Haman has to take Mordechai into the bathhouse and attend to him personally. He washes him and then begins to cut his hair. Suddenly he lets out a deep groan. Startled, Mordechai asks him, what happened? Says the Gemara. Haman said to Mordechai, Arise and don these garments and ride on this horse, for the king wants you to do so. Mordechai said to him, I cannot do so until I enter the bathhouse and trim my hair. He said to him, Why do you groan? Haman said to him, The man whom the king had once regarded above all his other ministers is now made a bathhouse attendant and a barber. Mordechai said to him, Wicked man, were you not once the barber of the village of Kartzum?" It was taught, Haman was the barber of the village of Karzum for 22 years. After Haman trimmed his hair, he dressed Mordechai in the royal garments. Let's analyse this Gemara. What is the meaning of this strange exchange between Mordechai and Haman? Why do we need to know that Haman used to work as a hairdresser? Clearly there's more to this Gemara than the opportunity to ridicule the villain of the Purim story. If Cloinimus Hazakein quotes the Gemara in Shabbos, that an individual born during the Mars hour will be a spiller of blood, says Rav Ashi. Thus, he is destined to become a bloodletter, a highwayman, a shochet, or a moel. Likewise, explains Rav Clonimus, one might use one's skills with a pair of scissors to become a barber or to become a murderer. Mordechai's exhortation to Haman, calling him wicked, was not a taunt but a directive to teshuvah. Here was his opportunity to repent from his murderous intentions and return to his earlier calling. Instead of trying to destroy the world that is built upon the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet, he should have been using his talents for constructive purposes as he did for 22 years earlier in his life. Every person in this world has a distinct and special mission to fulfill. If we were all of the same mind and ability, not only would life be rather boring, but we would not be able to survive in this world. Everyone would choose the same job and business opportunity. Instead, Hashem has created all of us different. Each of us is blessed with certain character traits and a unique skill set. But that doesn't presume our outcome. Whatever talents and tendencies we have are merely the starting point with multiple directions open and available to us. The individual who is handy with the knife could become Don Corleone or he could become a world-class surgeon. The computer whiz could become a cyber hacker, able to break into and steal from the most secure websites, or he could become a famous programmer, writing coding systems that are life-changing. Hashem has blessed you with unbelievable abilities and talents. Just there is n- nobody else in the world with the same unique DNA genome as you, there is no other person with the exact same calling and character. You have a role to fulfill in this world that cannot be fulfilled by any other person. But the mere fact that you have that potential does not guarantee that you will indeed fulfill your mission. It's your choice how you use your talents. Will you utilize your heavenly endowment for the betterment of humankind, or will you constantly seek to maximize your own pleasure and benefit in this world? Will you use your God-given talents for constructive purposes, or God forbid, for destructive purposes? Will your investments of time and and energy be eternal, or will they be short-lived? You are one of a kind. The Almighty has created a unique human being with a unique character and calling. But now the ball's in your court. May you reach your greatest potential and fulfill your unique mission on earth. Wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Dust Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Daph Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Daph Yomi global movement, there's something in the transformative da for everyone. It's about joining the conversation, it's about talking over the Daph with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe. To achieving a life of Simcha and purpose, transform your life today. The Transformative Daff is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daff.